This is the Last Call Podcast with your host, Chris Michaels. It's March 4th. I did not do a podcast last night on this platform. I did another podcast with somebody else on some other platform. So a lot of things happened uh, in the past two days. One of the things that uh, did happen to me, apparently, across every website that I open up, is that now I'm getting ads, you know, click ads, to join the Knights Templar. So I don't know what I did, but apparently uh, they want me to be a part of 900 years of history, and I should join today. Uh, I don't like trafficking humans or children, so I probably will not be joining the Knights Templars. And uh, I don't like killing brown people, so I have no real inclination to go on a crusade and say that I'm liberating some country in the Middle East in the name of the United States. So uh, I, I appreciate the offer, Knights Templar, but I'm going to pass. However, uh, there are other stupid things going on right now, particularly when it comes to COVID. One of the brighter things, though, has been the state of Texas and many others like Mississippi, Iowa, and now we can include Arizona in this category too, is that they are saying F you to the mask mandates. These governors are saying no more. Uh, we'll never ever going to follow it again. Texas is 100% open in every single way possible. Arizona uh, legislatures, I think uh, the, the state house of representatives in Arizona, uh, they introduced legislation that says we will not enforce mask mandate laws. Meaning, okay, the law is on the book, but there's no repercussions if you do not wear a mask. Thank God. It's about time somebody started to think in Arizona because that state has been going sideways for quite some time. However, in an utter backlash to this, Governor Newsom of California has decided to declare Texas and Mississippi absolutely reckless. And he even decided to say we will be doubling down on mask wearing and not urging to fo- and not arguing to follow the example of Texas and other states that I think are making a terrible, terrible mistake. So, yes, that's right. Governor Newsom sees all of this. And I would suspect that Mr. Newsom sees the writing on the walls with all of what's going on in Texas, Mississippi and Florida and soon to be in Arizona, Iowa, and Idaho, North, North Dakota too, uh, and I believe South Dakota. Um, if he has, first off, Governor Newsom is facing a recall vote. He's got over a million signatures that say, get this MF out of California's governor's office. And so instead of saying, you know what, maybe these states are onto something, he decides to double down. So what's the social, impl- uh, the, the, um, I guess the social engineering implications behind that? Why is he doing that? Why is he forcing more people to be wearing not one mask, but two masks? Double masking, he says, is an effective way to improve fit and filtration. Also, asphyxiation, a close-fitting cloth mask can be worn on top of a surgical disposable mask to improve the seal of the mask to the face. Uh, okay, really? Why are these Democrat states so hard-pressed to cling to these tyrannical edicts from their governors why are they forced why are these states 
forced to not have 100% capacity, wear not one mask, but two masks, don't gather in certain places. He had Governor Cuomo the other day come out with regulations when it comes to dancing. You can only be within a certain amount of distance to another couple. You had to stay within a, a clearly marked dance box. Gives a whole new definition to the meaning box social. I mean, the, the guy's ridiculous. He hasn't been out of his uh, mansion or wherever it is in like two weeks. He finally comes out and says, I'm sorry, not sorry, and I'm not leaving either. I mean, him and his stupid nipples have got to get the hell out of New York. I don't know where you go. But it ain't, it's not, it shouldn't be here. I'll trust you that, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that much. And the thing is, is that these states like Texas and everybody else, they are starting to finally see what is going on. This whole mantra of trusting the science wasn't really trusting the science with this social distancing and the masking and the double masking and on and on and on. It wasn't trusting the science it was follow the leader because you shouldn't be trusting the science. You should be trusting the math. And if you look at the math, the amount of deaths that are, that are attributed to COVID. And by the way, that definition of a COVID death is extremely loose. So you can almost attribute any cause of death to a COVID death and it will jack up the number. So according to the World Health Organization's definition of what a pandemic is, COVID is not even close to that number. If we're to assume that a pandemic is closer to what the World Health Organization says, 390 million people should have died from COVID on a global scale. So essentially, the United States should have, every person in the United States should have died if COVID was as bad as they were saying it is. So we know that that is an absolute lie, an absolute lie. Now, this is something else that's interesting. Israel has been out there and uh, touting that they've been the number one state, notice I didn't say country, state to inoculate its citizenry. I think 50% of all citizens within Israel have been vaccinated, and a lot of them are suffering from side effects, particularly from the Pfizer vaccine. However, uh, there is something else going on. Why they are introducing what they call a freedom bracelet. And the freedom bracelet is, well, it's essentially draconian. It's got a Bluetooth in it, and it hooks up to your phone, and it essentially monitors people. So that if you are in quarantine in a motel or a hotel or a Holiday Inn, you are going to be tracked. And this bracelet, essentially an ankle bracelet if you're a pedophile, will not be removed from you. Now, my question to everybody out there is, out of all of the people on the planet of a particular background such as Jewish people don't you think they should have rem they should be remembering things from about a hundred years ago why are they so okay with the fact that they are going to be tracked in real time 
by essentially the police and the military when they wear this bracelet that allows those people, the military and those other agencies, to pull up all of their background information, including their location, in real time. Did you learn nothing from underarm tattoos and yellow armbands? Like, where is your head at? How come nobody's fighting against this? The only sect of Judaism that I see that are really pushing back against this are the Hasidic. They're out there in the streets. They're celebrating birthdays, funerals, whatever. And, you know, I'm throwing my weight behind those people because this is outrageous. Like, how could you be okay? How, especially, especially a Jewish person in Israel, how could anybody be okay with the fact that they are going to be tracked and tagged in real time with a freedom bracelet because they need to get the vaccine? If you got the vaccine, you don't have to wear the freedom bracelet. But if you didn't, by gosh, you must be wearing it. How is this possible? How are these people okay with that? And then they go one step further and they say, essentially, if you've gotten the vaccine, you're fine. If you don't get the vaccine, you are still going to be under house arrest. What? Where are your heads at? How come? Where'd you go? Where'd your balls go? Where'd your ovaries go? What the hell did you do for the past hundred years? You left one one lockdown in Europe to go to another lockdown in the Levant. You you got to stand up to this stuff. You got to push back against this. Throw your weight behind the Orthodox. They've got the right idea behind all of this. It's just stupid. And Governor Cuomo of New York, he's doing just about the same thing with an Excelsior pass. Read COVID passport. According to the news agencies, the COVID passport quote-unquote, sort of. Yeah, so what is exactly a sort of COVID passport? Essentially, if you don't have the vaccine or a COVID test, then you are going to not be allowed into certain venues and not be allowed to use public transportation. So you will not be allowed to go to, let's say, a museum or a stadium or use a subway or a bus unless you've gotten a COVID test. Now, that doesn't that doesn't tell you how often you need to get a COVID test or you've gotten a COVID-19 vaccine. Now, here's the thing about the COVID-19 vaccine. All of these people are out there saying that, oh my gosh, I've done what I needed to do for humanity because one life is too many. What have you gained by taking a COVID quote-unquote vaccine? Because it's a platform, it's not a vaccine. What have you gained by doing that? You've gotten the vaccine. You still have to wear a mask. You still have to social distance. You still cannot leave your home. Nothing in your life has changed because you've gotten the vaccine. And then people are going to shame others like me because I'm saying something doesn't make sense here and I'm not going to do this. I'm really, really, really sorry, but I'm not going to do this. The other issue that we're starting to find is that Pfizer is throwing its weight around, particularly in Argentina and Latin America and South America. This was from the, where is this from? The Giza Death Star by one of my favorite authors, Joseph P. Farrell. Go fire up YouTube and look him up. He's got some amazing talks. There's a weekly podcast on there and you can see him smoke cigarettes and pet his dog and talk about wonderful things. 
One of these things that he's talking about is exactly what I just said. Latin American governments and COVID vaccine negotiations uh, essentially have been asked by the pharmaceutical industries to put up sovereign assets in exchange for vaccines. Now, in some circles, that's the code negotiation. In, uh, well, every other circle, that is called highway robbery. Because what a sovereign asset is, is essentially a military base, an embassy building, some sort of mine or, uh, or, or access to raw materials. When did the pharmaceutical industry suddenly get interested in military bases and embassy buildings? They're basically saying, you give us the military bases, we'll give you the vaccines. Or they say, we're going to give you the vaccines, you are going to pay for these vaccines within a certain period of time. But if you don't, we now own the embassy buildings and military bases. What would a pharmaceutical company need with a military base or an embassy building? What is going on here? That doesn't make any sense, does it? Of course it doesn't make any sense. Of course it doesn't make any sense. Unless you start to consider that what we're looking at here is the beginning of a techno fascist, uh, well, how can I put this? A technocratic fascist state. And that technocratic fascist state includes social credit scores, thanks to the World Economic uh, Foundation, we're now uh, the WEF, I think. Um, we're now learning that they want to create a social credit score much like the Chinese, and uh, they want to involve the search engines you use and the websites you look up. So you're going to have a credit score based upon what type of porn you look at, essentially. And then you are going to be monitored on social media to make sure you only say the proper things. And then furthermore, you're going to have the pharmaceutical industry with literally a global reach that is able to launch themselves from embassy buildings, which are secure buildings. They're, they are meant to withstand fire. I mean gunfire. And or military bases. Also areas meant to withstand military actions. So why is the pharmaceutical industry interested in all of those locations? It's because we are on the precipice of a global government, a one world government, a new world order. And those pharmaceutical industries are using those locations as collateral if they don't get paid because those locations will subsequently be used for people that do not accept their vaccines. That's what that's for. It is for a quote-unquote quarantine area. Sounds like they're rounding up dissidents to me. And that is the last call with Chris 
Michaels.